You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerds! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and animes are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast, issue number 125. I'm your host, Jason, and normally I have a side with me, my very talented co-host, Lil Seal. But Lil Seal is out once again this week, but it's all good because I got my guy, CBJ. That's your new nickname, man. (laughs) CBJ. CBJ Comic Book John back in the building with his uh, expertise in this field that we love as far as comic books, pop culture, and all all of that good stuff, De- man. Definitely comic books. I feel like every time I come on the show, I'm always like, that's not my thing. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> we talked about Lord of the Rings we last, do. We, last I, week I think, or last oh, yeah, time. Like about two weeks ago, we kind of touched on that. There was that Pokemon thing. That's true. Back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Comics. <laughs> comics. Comics. I think I can handle the other side. You some got other the comics. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some other cool. stuff. Star cool. Wars. If we ever bring up Star Wars. Ooh. <laughs> well, you know, we, I'm sure it's going to come. Eventually. Eventually. It needs to you know be more news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good point. It is kind of dry. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm thinking because I haven't even heard a lot of people because I know you're watching The Bad Batch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the maybe two other people I know are watching it. And I'm not seeing it in unless I'm like on maybe a different I'm living under a rock, but I'm not seeing a lot of Bad Batch, you know, talk. Is that right? Am I? No, no. Like you're completely you're completely right. Mm. Because like even watching The Bad Batch. Yeah. There's also very like. You'll see the memes and stuff, I guess, mm-hmm. but no one's really talking about it. Mm. Like they might be talking about the characters or something like that, but like no one's it's talking like it's, it's about not, it. It's not in the Twitter it feeds. Feel like, it doesn't yeah, feel like uh, it doesn't feel like Mandalorian or anything right, like that, or right, even right. the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, where at the very least you had people bashing it, and right. but you knew people were watching, watching it. it. Uh, Bad Batch is a weird one. It's like the only person I talk about it with is my wife. So, mm, yeah, <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, yeah. But, Damn, man. Uh, yeah, but I would highly suggest everybody read the Star Wars comics because, I mean, the news is dry, but the comics aren't. Comics is hot. They're, they're hot right now. Yeah, War of the man. Bounty Hunters, High Republic. Come Ooh, on. Come on, come man. On. Come on, man. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, look. Hey, all of our Star Wars fans out there, which we have a good bit of because we know because I've been reading the comments, mm-hmm. and um, that is that is something, man. I'm like, wow, I haven't really been hearing too much about the Bad Batch. Maybe it's because it's animated. Maybe, you maybe, think? Maybe. I... I I'll definitely say when they announced it, mm-hmm. it was one of those things where uh, even me and my wife, who are huge Star Wars fans, we yeah. looked at each other and we were like, no one asked for this. <laughs> but oh. then again, but nobody asked for Rebels either. Okay. Uh, it's just one of those things. I, I think the Bad Batch just needs to find its footing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing with every animated Star Wars show so far. Like Clone Wars had to find its footing. Yeah. Rebels especially had to find its footing okay. because it was com- almost completely original characters. So like this one, I'll definitely say the Bad Batch is producer Dave Filoni's. Like th- this is this is his babies right now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The show's for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, it's not a bad show. I I would suggest everybody go and check it out. It's not okay. a bad show. It just uh-huh. has to find its footing. But it's like 
we're like five episodes, six, seven episodes into season one. So yeah, yeah, you got time. It's, it's you got time start. to bring up. All right, okay. Well, Star Wars fans, make sure y'all do that, man. Yeah, yeah, start yeah. start chatting up the Bad Batch. <laughs> Need to see some uh, some reviews and stuff out there for that. But uh, but yeah, guys. So a uh, lot of news that uh, that broke not too recently. So uh, you know, without further ado, you ready to jump into breaking news headlines? Yeah, man. Let's jump into it. All right, guys, breaking news headlines. And, uh, man, we got a very interesting story uh, involving uh, the iconic, some say the greatest of all time, director Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's had some, uh, you know, criticisms with uh, with Netflix and a lot of these streaming, you mm-hmm. know, platforms, especially, you know, possibly being nominated for Oscars and all these big awards. And uh, he was one of the bigger people who were like, mm, nah, uh-uh, I ain't yeah. feeling this. Like, nah, this ain't really real. This this shouldn't be up against films of my prestige and, and other snob. directors. A little bit. A little, <laughs> a bit. little bit. You of know a what snob. I'm saying? It might be. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, interesting enough that uh, Steven Spielberg's production company actually just signed a deal with Netflix. Um, I believe that uh, it was happened a couple of days ago. Steven Spielberg and his Amblin Partners Company signed a deal with Netflix um, a couple of days ago. They said it covered multiple feature films per year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new deal does not mean that Spielberg has ended his like decades-long partnership with Universal Pictures, um, but it looks like a variety reports that Amblin will remain with the studio while also producing films for Netflix. So um, they do say that they're starting to expect to produce at least two films a year for Netflix and possibly Steven Spielberg himself may even direct some of them mm-hmm. so uh it's interesting how those tables turn you know yeah. what i mean uh, i guess if you can't beat them join them mm. it, what was it last time I was, we were talking about the uh that trilogy that's about to come on to netflix oh and i mentioned yeah. how it's really interesting that like like what's that going to do for for filmmaking in general right and it's like now steven spielberg's jumping onto netflix yeah um i'm wondering you know, maybe maybe he saw that and was like, maybe there's another opportunity here. Could be that that I don't have at Universal, right? You know, that could so. be a good point. A good point. I mean, because again, I think now, you know, and I've I've been critical of Steven Spielberg's criticism. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Him along with, uh, I mean, who else? Uh, Scorsese. Scorsese last uh, yeah. last year, two years ago. Yeah, you know, and it, again, I get it. It's kind of like, you know, these. These directors are, of course, some of the greatest. Some say the greatest, right? Mm-hmm. So they they have that prestige. They have that like, like, oh man, this is right. the you know the boss of all bosses, the authority, right? Um, you work your way up to have that position. But I feel like you know times are changing, man. Mm-hmm. It's like you know I don't. It's like being that old guy on the porch, right? You know, just like you know, right. just dogging all the new stuff. And I'm not gonna lie, I do it myself when it comes to certain things. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm trying not to. I'm like, okay, I need to take off that. You know how I'm viewing it from right. this. I'm like, this is a new time, and you know, streaming is the new way. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. I'd rather now like watch. You know, mm-hmm. we talked about this. I'd rather watch an eight episode story arc of mm-hmm. like an hour long than like a two and a half hour movie. Exactly. I'm like, you get so much more out of it. So it is interesting, man, because I'm like, huh, all right, okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's seen something like, all right, you know what? Like you said, I'm like, hey, if I can't beat him, join him. But it's right. like, man, this. It's money out there, man. Like you're you're getting more eyes. You can do right. more. At least I'm thinking. I'm talking straight th- ignorance right now, so I don't know. But no, I think this is um uh, uh 
here's my comic book expertise. Yeah. Um, this is very similar to what I think happened in the early 90s with guys like Todd McFarlane and Jim Lee and Rob Liefeld and all that and all those guys. Yeah. When Marvel and DC were the only two big companies you could work for. Uh-huh. Um, and very similar situation happened when those guys broke off and created Image. A lot of the creators at Marvel and DC were like, oh, that's not going to last very long. Uh, you know, the 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 place to be is Marvel and DC. Right, the, these right. guys are going to get put in the dirt. It's not yeah. going to last. Uh-huh. And look at Image Comics now. Yeah. Um, you know, I think film uh, had such a very long time when there were a lot of production companies that were allowing people to make the movies they wanted to make. And Mm -hmm. now within the last handful of years, there's things that specifically sell at any given point. Granted, that's always been a thing like with Westerns and stuff like that. Right. But now I feel like it's definitely a lot harder for indie creators and, um, and, and even old school creators like Scorsese um, and Spielberg to make original films because they have to now compete with things like Avengers Endgame or justice league or whatever. Um, and most studios would prefer to create something to compete against that. Right. So I'm thinking that Spielberg is just kind of eating his words now. And it's just like, I understand why these places exist. Netflix exists. Mm-hmm. Companies like A24 exist. Yeah. Stuff like that. And uh, uh, Hulu and, and all these other companies that are giving platforms to creators who can't get something out at a, a company like Universal, who right. keeps failing at trying to make uh, the dark universe happened yeah, that yeah. no one wants. <laughs> um, but you know, but that's, I, I think this was, this was a long time coming. I mm-hmm. think guys like Scorsese and, and Spielberg and all the other elitist filmmakers who have been in the industry for so long are going right. to end up doing all pretty much doing the same. I mean, didn't Scorsese do the, yeah, he did I, like the, Irishman? uh, yeah, the Irishman, like a, yeah. like a four hour, for, three hour for movie Netflix. or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, and that's the thing too, man, you're, you're so right. Cause you know, I'm thinking about that. It's like, yeah, like these guys are like the quintessential, like, you know, like, hey, this is the way of cinema. This exactly. is the way of film. This is how things are. But it's mm-hmm. like, hey, man, times are changing, man. Like, exactly. and again, you know, obviously with the pandemic, it pretty much put a halt to everything. Everything. And, Everybody's in the same boat. Right. And now people, especially families, people mm-hmm. are like a lot more. Uh, they're thinking a lot more before they just go out to the movies. Right. Because it's like, yo, movies are expensive, man. Mm-hmm. And, and now that the movies, it seems like they're starting to open back up again and everything. I feel like, you know, families are now, you know, financially are going to be strategizing even right. more. It's like, okay, is this movie going to be worth going to because mm-hmm. of blah, blah, blah. And I've already said it like a few times, but obviously, you know, uh, the crowd and the people kind of echo that same sentiment where it's like, okay, these big name directors and big name movie stars aren't just going to get people there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, okay, Steven Spielberg, you know, directed it back in yeah. the 90s. Oh, yeah, I'm there. But yeah, now yeah, yeah. it's like, so? Right. No disrespect, but <laughs> no, it's like, of course. like, what's the movie about? I'm like, right. I ain't going. I'm like, all right, right. I'll wait. Stream right. it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I completely agree. So, I mean, it, it is interesting, but yeah, you know, he is, I think, you know, someone got in his ear. I, I Honestly, and I'm just, you know, speaking of like, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking... You know, he had that typical, you know, maybe arrogant elitist, you mm-hmm. know, like, hey, I'm Steven Spielberg. I'm not going to go do that little right. stream stream right. thing. And then somebody in a circle like, hey, uh, Mr. Spielberg, man, it might be uh, <laughs> might be a good way to do this, man. You know what I'm saying? I feel like streaming services also put put the projects in front of more people's eyes exactly. than, than theaters do, especially like we go back to just the fact that like more studios are probably trying to produce things to compete against bigger films. Right. There's more than like, there's, there's less of a chance for your film to get promoted the same way that a big superhero film or a big sci-fi flick or whatever is going to be promoted. Right. So yeah. Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All right, Steven Spielberg. I'm trying to keep his career. Yeah, you know, it's all right, man. It's hey, all it's good. It's good. It's Everybody good. deserves a piece of humble pie every exactly. once in a while. Exactly. He just had to get his fill. You just gotta chill out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, hey, we out. get it, man. E. T. Uh <laughs> Mr. E. T. and all that, man. We get you, bro. But hey, man, you gotta, you know, humble pie, bro. We all eat it from time to time. Enjoy it. All right. Next up in the news, we have uh oh, we have officially Disney's live action Snow White. They casted Miss Rachel Zegler mm-hmm. as the title role. So uh she's currently Currently filming Shazam right now, Fury of the Gods, which I'm super excited about. Yep, Can't yep. wait to see. And um, and yeah, man. And also, uh, what I believe is, uh, oh yeah, Mark Webb, who uh, directed uh, Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. He's going to be directing this film. So uh, that's going to be interesting. You know, I, hey, I'm in. Or uh, uh, I guess I guess maybe he wants to be remembered for, was it 500 Days of Summer? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, um, man. But hey, I, I, I'm, I didn't know Mark Webb was directing until yesterday when okay. I was looking into this. Yeah. Um, I did see the news about the, about the uh, casting, and mm-hmm. boy, did I have to avoid comments. Cause yeah, I'm not looking at that. <laughs> Facebook, Facebook now has that thing where you like, see like, the most liked or the most reacted to comment. You already know. And it's like the first one was already yeah. disgusting. Just and I was loud. like, I'm, yeah. I'm good. I'm oh, not, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm totally here especially since like he uh he used to direct music videos back in the day before he got into hollywood mm-hmm. uh uh with the amazing spider-man films so i think it's really cool that he is coming on board yeah uh, uh for for snow white for what i'm assuming is going to be a live action musical right um but on top of that like I'm not gonna lie. I actually really do like the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Me too. Um, yeah, two is like not great, but I turned my brain off and it's like, wow, this is a great Spider-Man it's movie. Cool, man. <laughs> this cool. looks great. Yeah. Um, but I'll I'll definitely say like those movies show that he has enough style that he could probably bring something like Snow White, which mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken was Disney's first. I want to say musical. yeah, I think so. And like, in like the 40s or something. Give it give it the the continued legacy it needs right granted i'm i'm definitely the kind of guy that's like i don't think we really need live action musicals of old, of yeah, no. old disney movies yeah but if we're going to do it let's get creative guys like mark webb to who have it. style who have experience in making music videos maybe take that same expertise and toss and it put it right over this, here you know? yeah yeah that's a good point man and you know with snow white i mean this is going to be very interesting to see how it's going to do because mm-hmm. we've had snow white movies mm-hmm. uh like what uh snow white and the huntsman yeah uh you know we've we've had a mirror mirror yeah which both came out at the same time right <laughs> so i'm like all right you know um i mean it is going to be interesting i mean it's snow white uh the casting, of course, uh, and again, I'm like, man, people are mad about this casting. We already look. <laughs> we kind of touched on Little Mermaid when that news broke, right? And, and you know, oh, and that, and that man. circulating back, circulating through. back around. And I it was like the day before I saw stuff about Little Mermaid, yeah. And then I didn't even know about the Snow White movie until they announced the the casting, right? And because I saw what I saw with the Little Mermaid the day before, I was like, there is no way these comments are. Kosher. oh yeah yeah not at all not at all not at all you know people people feel a way about it you know and it's again, gonna be wild it is it is and <laughs> look I, I mean i've seen snow white i'm like you i don't i mean the disney live action thing it's just to me i have mm-hmm. yet to see one that was that even and i don't even like to compare it but i mean obviously we do we live in a time where everything is comparable but i can't help but compare what the, from the 2D cartoon animation mm-hmm. to the live action is so hard to pull off. Well, especially if they're like 
like with Beauty and the Beast, tried to pretty much adapt, or like Lion King, pretty mm-hmm. much adapt it almost as is, right. but into a new medium, into a new medium, yeah, or a new style or whatever, whatever right. live action is. But uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, you know, it's you can't help but compare. Yeah, you know, right. And and I get it. I mean, Disney's like, look, hey, you know, we gotta get these new mm-hmm. new babies. They need to see this film, you know, mm-hmm. especially because I know now on Disney Plus on a lot of their you know old movies they put right. up that little uh little description at the at the beginning I, like hey this is this was made back in this right. time so there might be certain scenes that I can might see the benefit of updating it i guess in that in that in that sense right in that sense but yeah. it's also just like going back to comparing i guess i guess the best way to justify comparing the films to one another is was it worth redoing right in the first place That's a good point um so I don't know, but I mean, you also have a point. Yeah, like Dumbo is pretty problematic in a lot of different ways. Yeah, it is. Uh, so like, maybe maybe it's worth going back and taking a look at the source material and seeing what we can do to, to update it, update, yeah. so that it's not nearly as uh, off color and problematic. Yeah. Uh, but again, at the same time, I think it is. It's like weighing whether or not it's even worth to do that or make something new, mm-hmm. or maybe try to tell a story from another character's perspective. Yeah. Good point. Good but, point. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, looks like uh, again uh, it's going to be going down whether you you're for it or not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it is going to be interesting, man. I mean, I believe they're actually working. Uh, they're going to have new songs. Uh, so you're going to get your oh, classic Snow White songs. Yeah, I believe uh, Academy Award winning duo uh, Benji Pesek and Justin Paul are working on the songs for the mm-hmm. for the movie, and uh, filming should begin. Uh, Next year, 2022. Hey, good luck to Rachel. Good luck. Good luck, Rachel. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. And just uh, stay off, uh, I would say, social media, but just don't read the comments. Just just block (laughs) block everything out, you know? That's good. If you hear this. (laughs) Now, speaking of issues, I like how Uh you did that transition there. Uh, There's apparently an issue, you know, big surprise, Warner Brothers, DC fans. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely an issue going on. So DC fans are apparently super mad at Warner Brothers. Uh, oh, are they? Yeah, this uh, is this that is never happened. Never DC happened. fans are never mad. They're always excited. They're always <laughs> great to hear from Warner Brothers. But uh, apparently, uh, they are are super angry for uh, Warner Brothers apparently replacing Ben Affleck's Batman and Henry Cavill's Superman. Um, so, like, I uh, got this article from a uh, comicbook.com. Um, and uh yeah apparently uh it says michael keaton and christopher reeve um they they have the classic superheroes dressed up in the exterior of the new welcome center to the warner brothers studio um it's like right outside of hollywood in the in burbank california i should say mm-hmm. um so the tour which highlights like a hundred years of storytelling you know with the most iconic warner brothers characters and franchises has been updated to include the retro michael keaton batman and christopher reeve superman now here's the issue alongside modern dc superstars <laughs> in the dceu gal gadot's wonder woman jason momoa's aquaman and margot robbie's Harley Quinn. Um, so uh, the photos came out a couple of days ago, and uh, of course it's like you know all of you know Warner Brothers' big you know IPs. But uh, but yeah, the fact that you know they didn't use Ben Affleck's mm-hmm. Batman and Henry Cavill's Superman as mm-hmm. you know, or at least not necessarily you know replace them obviously with Christopher Reeve and Michael Keaton, right. but at least have them there too. And uh, a lot of fans have taken you know 
they not take, too they kind took of us to heart. Yeah, <laughs> they pretty ticked off, man. They're pretty angry about it. They're so. very upset. <laughs> uh, DC fans, let's come together. Let's come together and just like let's all agree. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> man, can we please do that? You know what? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. People got time. That's <laughs> that what it is. is. That, people that got is very time. True. People ain't working right now. <laughs> a lot of people still unemployed. So they are. They got time they got today. Time to be mad. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. I just. It's one of those. It's one of those things. For one, uh, I saw that DC fans were mad, and as a DC fan, decided to ignore it <laughs> until until <laughs> we were talking about doing the show, yeah. and then I was like, okay, I guess I gotta look into this. Yeah, but, you know. so, so I look into it, and I was like, that's why they're mad. They're mad. That's why they're mad. Look, like angry man like how can they do this i feel like i shouldn't have to justify this for warner brothers i mean they haven't put out anything to talk about it so they obviously don't care they don't care uh but you have to look at it from the perspective of like yeah margot robbie's harley quinn gal gadot's wonder woman and uh uh, jason momoa jason momoa i was i was about to say dave batista (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and jason momoa's uh aquaman yeah are the most successful, if not the only, uh, versions of live action versions of these DC characters. It then stands to reason that the reason Michael Keaton's Batman and Christopher Reeves' Superman are up there is because these are the most successful live action versions of the characters to date. People will argue with me that The Dark Knight is arguably a more successful Batman film, but I'll definitely say Michael Keaton made a better impact than Christian Bale. Don't at me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, but like, look who they asked to come back for the Flash movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, yeah, we're going to be getting into that. Um, I mean, all of that bleeds in, but yeah, that's that's a great point because it's like, from what you're saying, it's like these two characters, it's like without those two characters, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have gotten like uh, the Aquaman or right. Jason Momoa. You wouldn't have gotten. Well, not even just Gal that. Gadot, but I mean, like, like Henry Cavill's Superman, as much as I love it, and Ben Affleck's Batman, as much as I love it, are definitely not the least uh, uh, controversial <laughs> versions of those characters. Like, I would say that, like, they are the most controversial. Like, Fans are always torn on both of them. Yeah. Uh, they have not been in a movie yet that hasn't had a split fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, like, why not continue to promote Michael Keaton's Batman, which is lauded as one of the best adaptations of Batman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and my favorite. Christopher Reeves' Superman, to that to this day, mm-hmm. I will continue to watch. Oh, yeah. In spite of there being other Superman movies. Yeah. Because it's hit the 1978 That's, film yeah. is the best yeah um, i mean that it just set it off man it was the christopher reeve 78 superman set off it mm-hmm. was that mm-hmm. and an 89 batman i'm yeah i'm like when i saw that story and of course i'm like well we, you know we got to talk about this you of know course. The, fans yeah, yeah, are, yeah. the fans are mad man right and, right but uh but yeah it's i mean i can understand all right my thing is okay if they were to have them there too mm-hmm then cool sure so i'm just trying to think of it like yeah man it's to me it's not a story it's not yeah. like a big deal yeah but you i'm being know. objective yeah i'm just being objective yeah. those are the most successful versions of course warner brothers is going to put them of up course there they're going to put them the right most there. successful versions yeah. of 
the other DC characters that they've made. Right. Aquaman made a billion dollars. There you go. Told me that 10 years ago. I would have laughed in your face. I'm telling you. <laughs> telling you, man. You got kids right now dressing up as Aquaman. Right. right. Everybody used to, no one wanted to be Aquaman back no in the day. No one. Nobody did. Like, I ain't talking to no fish, man. <laughs> Get out of my face. <laughs> but yeah, nah. So, uh, but that is a funny, funny story. But, um, you know, you made mention of Michael Keaton being Batman. Mm-hmm. My personal favorite Batman. That's my guy. We're going to be seeing him once again as Bruce Wayne in the upcoming Flash movie. We got our first look at the photos of not just him, but Supergirl. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, you know, that outfit, I mean, that's been trending, you know, that uniform of uh, of Supergirl, which, you know, a lot of people are kind of, I've seen, it was kind of split down the middle from what I've seen, what I saw. Um, I can honestly say, man, I'll be honest with you, I love it. It I, looks good. I love how it looks. Even even the actual real, mm-hmm. you know, without it being doctored and everything like that. Because mm-hmm. obviously they're going to color grade it. It's going to look amazing on film. Yeah. But I like it now. I'm like, yo, this is dope. Like, um, I think a lot of it comes from, like, I think everybody just assumed it was going to be Kara Zor-El. Yeah. Uh, when it was announced that Supergirl was going to be in The Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with the context of what this movie is yeah. and what, I guess, what it's going to be about. I guess we should have expected that there might be a change up to that because uh, I think I've seen some people compare it to different futuristic versions of Supergirl that are that are actually like Clark Kent's daughter. Mm. And yeah, I mean, there's like striking similarities. We don't know. I mean, for all we know, it is Kara and they're just like combining different ideas of Supergirl. Cool with Who that. knows? I mean not not gonna spoil anything on loki but loki is a great example of just combining things yeah for the sake of making a good a good story good so story we're, yeah. we're in a we're in an age of you know superhero movies that's going to take everything from the source material and just and turn just it up turn it up yeah 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 yeah. No, no, so yeah 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 um anything can happen anything can happen michael keaton's back as batman that's anything all you know what i'm saying <laughs> look and i love him man. i love the the white you know the, the toupee the, that it super came white hair bro it's like that is some straight up we talked about snow right that's legit snow white hair <laughs> that he has but i love it though man because i still like yeah that's bruce wayne that's my yeah, batman yeah. right there yeah i want to see him old like that there was there was definitely when i saw the pictures of it there was definitely definitely like a little part of me that was like oh oh wow yeah he's back he's back it's batman i was giddy yeah come on man yeah matter of fact man i'm so hyped man when i saw that photo i went and played the soundtrack again nice the 1989 nice. batman soundtrack man and then a lot of people were talking about the car because a lot of people thought yeah, that was the batmobile that. i'm like that ain't the batmobile no. we know that ain't the batmobile no. we've seen the we've seen the bat symbol yeah so we know what batman well Come on. actually the batmobile got destroyed in batman returns didn't it yeah it did yeah, yeah yeah so but he got he got money to fix it i mean if, if i mean if we're going off of like me believing that batman forever is definitely batman 3 in that series yeah. we did see his next car yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> that would that would be a fly smooth car because i ain't gonna lie man batman's vehicle i ain't gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you it is kind of it's kind of loud watch him roll up in the uh batman and robin batmobile oh my god <laughs> with the big swirly orange yeah. and blue in the front it's like hey criminals here i am i'm right here i'm like come on man batman's supposed to be you know sleep I'll get drive through yeah everybody batman coming how you know just look look outside the, the car with the wing there he is right there can't hide that just waving yeah it's like there it is like man how do you know it's the only car with the bat wing and fire coming out the back of course it's batman's car but uh but yeah nah i'm super uh i'm i'm hyped for this but here's the thing though i'm i mean i've seen um you know i've seen ezra Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they showed him and they showed uh, he Iris. Like, yeah, he, he looked cool. And he had the ring on. He's that that I was going to say, he just looks like a dude. He looks like just, a right, you He's know. just there. Yeah. But then you look at his finger. Yeah, that's what he's got like, the ring. He got the ring. He's got the ring. He got like, that. Oh, all right. That's not just any dude. Yeah. That's a dude with a ring. That's a dude with a ring. But no, man. it's really dope. I actually am really happy that uh, the movie is going to go far enough. I don't even know if they ever did it in the TV show. Mm-hmm. I know they did. I think they did it with Reverse Flash in the TV show. I think so. Uh, but uh, I don't know if they ever did it with Barry. But I'm really happy that the movie is willing to go that next step of uh, yes. that ridiculous ring. Yeah. Put the ring on. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But I will say, though, man, I and I'm, you know, these photos get me excited. I. Still, at the end of the day, I want this to be a Flash movie. Right. I want this to be Flash. Oh, yeah. All about Flash with, you know, the characters that we see that we're excited to see. I just hope, which, you know, again, I'm sure, I'm hoping, Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that uh, it will be that. But just, yeah, just seeing, you know, Michael Keaton and, you know, seeing, uh, what's my girl? Oh, Sasha Kale. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I love her she look, man. I love I love the black I hair. Like it. I like it. I and, like it. And her suit reminds me of a mix of like a uh, cavalry suit, yeah, um, with like a little change. I, I mm-hmm. love that, man. So um, I'm all here for it. I'm excited for it. And uh, you know, here's hoping, man. Please, please be good. Our <laughs> producer Reggie C is like the biggest Flash fan mm-hmm. that I know, um, and I'm just I'm hoping for his sake i'm sure he's i'm sure he's gonna love it regardless he anything flat i mean he, that's that's it right for him. right um me i'm just i'm hoping it's great and you know but you know it's i'm w, in the same boat yeah it's wb so i'm gonna keep my expectations i'm it's up there but it's not like oh yeah they've know. been all over the place yeah it's, it's like you could either get wonder woman yeah or you can get joss whedon's justice league mm. <laughs> mm, that's a ooh. <laughs> See how you that, broke it down like that? Right. It's kind of like, there's oh. Like a, there's like a gauge it's there. A real, yeah, it's a gauge. Like, I'll take Aquaman. Yeah. Like, which is like like a couple steps below Wonder Woman. But I'll it's take still that. like good for Aquaman. I'm cool with that. Um, I'll take an Aquaman. Yeah. But let's hope for something. Like a little better. Wonder Woman or better. Yeah. You know? Let's hope. Let's hope. It's the Flash. Come on, man. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. And, um, and last but not least in the stories, ooh, man, we got to talk about the old man. You want to talk about old man? I mean, this guy has been doing his thing for years. Been a hero. Uh, he's he's been. Let me see if I can explain uh, all of his 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 bouts. I mean, he's he's fought in space. <laughs> <laughs> he's fought in space. He's fought on land. He's fought in deserts. You know he's what I'm saying? Death. He's fought so many death. times in the last. <laughs> Yeah, seven years. I mean, come on. I mean, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the iconic, the legend Harrison Ford, and um, you know, we know, or if you didn't know, breaking news: they're filming a new Indiana Jones film, this Mm -hmm. Indiana Jones Five, and uh, he is back, and uh, yeah, he's back in seventy-eight years old back at it mm-hmm. i give him props i'm like yo mom, he's mm-hmm. still out there doing it i'm i i hope i'm as uh full of willpower as harrison ford has been i'm gonna be honest though i don't know if he really i mean just from his interviews just from his interactions i'm not gonna lie he don't really feel like he trying to be there i i think i think harrison ford's at this point because he just did that like movie with the cgi dog yeah <laughs> like last year yeah um i think he's just at this point now where he's just an just old man care. just wanted to make just like making movies for his kids yeah, or, or his grandkids sense. i guess yeah, yeah, yeah. Or right well 
Harrison Ford, man, I give it to you, man. 78 years old, but unfortunately, when you're 78 years old, man, you know, things could happen on set. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be extra careful. You got to be, you know, you can't just. And you know, off a set. Yeah, and all. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, especially if you're in the air, airplanes. <laughs> yeah. Jet, yeah, you weren't. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, um, Harrison Ford suffered an injury on the uh, Indiana Jones 5 set. Um, apparently it was like a shoulder injury or possibly there's, you Mm -hmm. know, there's saying that the uh, severity of the injury is unknown at the time. Uh, but you know, so they're kind of, you know, putting a halt right now, a temporary halt while Disney pictures released a statement saying in the course of rehearsing for a fight scene, Harrison Ford sustained an injury involving his shoulder production will continue while the appropriate course of treatment is evaluated and the filming schedule will be reconfigured as needed in the coming weeks. So, uh, you know, you just got a little rough with him. See, and that's the thing. He was, he was rehearsing a fight scene. I'm not making light of an old man getting hurt. I am I am just so surprised yeah. that Harrison Ford mm-hmm. is like after the plane crash yep. that he had a few years back, there was something else that happened like a few months after that. Oh, Kylo Ren stabbed him. <laughs> he been through it, man. <laughs> I wanna say I wanna say there was some like like a uh, biking accident or something that he had. I don't remember, but th- but then this happens and yeah. it's like it's because he was rehearsing a fight scene yeah it's like why what is harrison ford doing fight doing a fight scene what are you doing that like first of all man, where's your stunt double <laughs> it's like he harrison ford man but you that's know. but that's why i don't feel bad about laughing about it because it's just like the the dude's a goat he like, is dude dude's killer no he is he but, is man but man mate you gotta you gotta Gotta dial it back. Yeah, just you know, reel it in. I get it, man. Like you, that old man. Yo, stay in the house, man. If you gonna come outside, all right, cool. I'm gonna come outside, but I ain't walking outside my door unless you give me fifty million. Like for me to get up out my bed and get. You know how hard it is. I mean, he's hurting, Mm? hurting, man. Seventy eight years. Oh my goodness! But he's still going. He's still going. Still going. Still going. That's he said why I, yes to an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, at seventy. Because he knew how bad the last one was. It's like, yo, I ain't going out like that, man. So it makes me wonder, like, because like Shia LaBeouf is in jail or whatever, uh, or yeah, something. I think um, on trial. Or something. I, I mean, if, and if he's not, he's probably going to end up back soon. Who knows, uh, man? But uh, I wonder if this movie is going to address Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and if if it doesn't. Uh, like what is this movie about yeah because like i feel like if we're going to do another indiana jones it has to be about him maybe i don't want to say passing the torch because that's his it's like his name right indiana jones unless he has an indiana jones jr right right but um but that was shia that was shia and now and now like he's off doing whatever shia does yeah that's true uh and and we're doing a fifth one without him so like so what's so what's next yeah. what are we doing i want to know what they're going to ex- excavate man what else can you do like i mean you st- clearly want to start the, fran- a, a, the franchise over again yeah like you clearly want to keep going i'm like what else are you gonna find right where are you going i mean where are you going <laughs> next after this bigfoot it's the they get into the 1960s yeah and it goes from because we had kingdom of the crystal skull so that's we, true now we got into aliens now, yeah and yeah. so so the next logical step is say bigfoot bigfoot it only got to be in the. De- I need or, to see him in the desert. I don't want to see him in the woods. Or we have to we have to find a way to tie in the Cold War oh. and find some crazy like conspiracy theory from the sixties. So the Nazis coming back? 
I'm just like, yo, like you know the he Nazis gonna be a Brazil part of it. Or yeah. or wherever. I don't know, man. Oh yeah, I'm I'm with you though. I am interested in seeing how you know where you know, what's the you know purpose of this film? Like what's gonna be the main thing? What are they looking for? Mm. And uh yeah. Um yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I don't know, man. I have no idea, but whatever it is, hopefully, you know, he'll be back better than ever. Hopefully. Uh, and I'm ho- sure he will. And I'll tell you this, man, he better have won that fight. I'm sure he did, <laughs> but he better have won that fight. By the power of Harrison Ford, I'm sure he, he will. will be better. Yeah. <laughs> he sure will he. will it to be. I'm saying, man, you know, somebody got fired that day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the guy who was fighting, he is out of a job. He or she, they are out of a job. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, here's some uh, good positive vibes for yeah, yep. uh, Mr. Harrison Ford. I'm sure he'll be fine. And good, ho- better, man. hopefully the movie will be fine. Hopefully. But uh, but yeah, man. So, uh, and again, there's always news that drops every hour on the hour. So, like I always say, make sure you follow us all over social media, especially on Facebook at the comic section where we uh, keep you guys in tune with all the latest news and headlines in comic book pop culture. Next up, it's time for us to go ahead and jump up into coming soon previews. All right, guys. Coming soon previews. And, man, there's a lot of previews that came out. Um, yeah. as of this recording that unfortunately we're not going to get to but it's all good because you again head over to our Facebook page you can check out all the trailers but uh, I can only highlight three mm-hmm. so um, I'm going to highlight the three that uh, that came out that had a lot of people talking and um, obviously first one the Suicide Squad oh yeah their latest rain trailer oh yeah oh man and for those who you know kind of been on the fence because i've known some people are kind of like ah man suicide squad they're doing another one all right the first trailer was all right it was cool but you know maybe this trailer right here when this trailer dropped people were like oh okay Mm -hmm. i've seen a lot of people who were on the fence and then after this trailer dropped they're like yeah all right i mean after this trailer they now know that james gunn director of guardians of the galaxy is the one doing they put it in really big words in your face just in case (laughs) hey guys you could trust me all right i'm not like the others y'all seen what i did Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you could trust me so uh you ready to check out this uh this rain trailer yes all right let's give it a look robert dubois He's in prison for putting Superman in the ICU with a kryptonite bullet. Not joining your suicide squad. We'll see. My court date is coming up. And Miss Waller said maybe you could help me out. You're stretching in my door! Everyone stand down. Miss Waller, I don't- Stand down! I wouldn't take such extreme measures if this mission weren't more important than you could possibly imagine. Are you in or out? All right. What do you think? I'm so stoked for this. This yeah. looks so like so much fun. It does. Uh, I'm predicting that Polka Dot Man mm-hmm. and Ratcatcher are going to have the most emotional story arcs in this movie. Ooh, okay. That's my, okay. That's my prediction. Or Polka Dot Man dies <laughs> in uh, the first 15 minutes. Damn, you know what? That is true. Because didn't they get us with that on Suicide Squad? Who was it? Uh, uh, Slipknot. Slipknot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 He just escapes and they're like, ah. And that's it. I'm like, oh man. Uh, yeah, that's. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I am. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I love. Uh, you know, Viola Davis, mm-hmm. Amanda mm-hmm. Waller, of course. And she's bringing her A game. Oh my god! She gosh. had that thousand yard stare. She was about man. To, she no, was about to take Idris Elba down. That, that was scary. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. was like, oh no, she she for real. Like, yeah, she, yeah. She, she like, could really take down. us down. I'm like, like, 
Like, yeah, yeah, what? yeah. <laughs> no, hey, no lie, man. That's the one character I feel like, for real, Batman, like, comes face to face with. Batman, like, Ooh, all right. And, and, and I like, can't, I can't just. <laughs> right, right. And, like, even even better, like, like, not even a couple seconds into the trailer, they're like, uh, yeah, he put Superman in the ICU with a kryptonite bullet. And it's like, he put Superman in the ICU. I see you. And you were like, I don't want anybody mm-hmm. coming up on this guy that's got a blade to my neck. Yeah. Like, I'm cool. It's like, <laughs> wow, that's dangerous right there. Man, I love her, man. I hope I hope she doesn't die in any of these movies. She I wanna, better not. I want to see her in more DC films. Of course. Just staring superheroes. Like, being the next Aquaman. Mm-hmm. And... Stare, stare Jason Momoa down or something. Be the Fury, man. I'll, I'll, yeah, I want her. And you be know, in the new Gods movie. Look down, Dark Side. Look down, like, like you don't want this problem, man. Trust me, <laughs> trust me. Uh, yeah, and also, you know, of course, you know, you have your cast of characters. I mean, John Cena's character looks very, very goofy and interesting. Uh, Idris Elba, of course. Uh, I want to know, and uh, do you know, like the the girl on the train? Or on the on the bus that the one that, that was talking to Idris is like yo I'm gonna save you or you're that's gonna... uh, Ratcatcher Ratcatcher so yeah. that's who you were talking about yeah yeah that's yeah I'm with, yeah. I'm with you on that as far yeah, as having it was, a it was that and when Polka Dot Man I, I'm pretty sure he says I'm a superhero now or something like that right and I was like oh he's gonna be he's gonna be like the baby boy the, in the movie. Yeah. like you're gonna you're gonna just gonna root like, for him you want to root for him even though yeah. he does bad stuff right Maybe he's like keep messing up. Right, maybe yeah. he's like Hawkeye back in like the '60s in the comics when when he he was inspired by Iron Man to become a, a superhero, but right. then ends up in the wrong place in the wrong time, and Black yeah. Widow makes him a bad guy. Yeah, like you just want him to see, you want him to do better. Yeah, you want him to succeed. I say that, but I hate comic book Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I was I will say, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna lie, man. I was already on uh, on board with this. Uh, I am excited to see it. Can't yep, wait. Yep. And uh, yeah, man, we got too much longer. August 6, twenty twenty one. Um, yeah, again, you can see it in theaters, or if you got HBO Max, mm-hmm. check it out there, man. Are you going to be uh, one to see it in theaters, or are you going to max it out? Uh, I want to see it in theaters, but if I can see it with my HBO Max subscription, mm. I, I'll probably see it. I'll probably do both. I don't know. Mm. Uh, depends. I might go see it in theaters opening night, and then I might go watch it uh, on HBO Max. There you go. Uh, if I like it enough, which hey. I'm sure I will. Hey, man. Well, I am here for it. So again, guys, you don't have too much longer. Again, it's coming out August 6th in theaters and HBO Max. Next up, it's time to get scary, man. I've been waiting for this movie since last year but obviously the pandemic kind of you know put a halt on so many films this one being one of them because this was one of my most anticipated films uh, i remember telling ceo and i know me and ceo were super excited about this and uh we're talking about the new version of Candyman. i think the first episode that i did with you we talked uh, about this i think i think we talked about Candyman a little bit oh man yes. i think the first trailer hit that I think was like so. Back in like October or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, so I know you, you, you're definitely excited. I'm very excited. You've been for this. holding on to that. I've been watching because I remember watching the first Candyman movie, mm-hmm. and that freaked me out so bad. I was like so young, and I had older cousins who were just like the worst cousins ever, and like they had me watch it mm-hmm. in the dark. <laughs> like they would just like have it on, you know. Back back then, kids, you know, we had this thing called a VHS, right? Mm-hmm. And we hit play, and they rented it at a place called Blockbuster. And <laughs> and they cut the lights out, and uh, I remember uh, age everybody on the show. Yeah, no, nah, they know what it is with me. I, I shopped I, at Kmart. Yeah, uh, there was a Sears. Sears, that's right, that's right. All of that, man. And I just remember, like, oh man, I was so freaked out of this movie. 
to the point where I was like, I thought it was real. Because think mm-hmm. about it, man. When you're a kid, right, those right. like Candyman, um, Bloody Mary, mm-hmm. uh, who else? The Boogeyman. Everybody knows yeah. the Boogeyman. Yeah. But I'm just like, that was the name that like, say it five times. We dare you. Right. I'm right. not saying it five times <laughs> at all. I can say Beetlejuice all day. Beetlejuice right, is right. cool. I'll say Beetlejuice to death. But Candyman? Nah, I don't play that game. Right, right. Don't play that game. And uh, they oh. dropped... Huh? I'm glad you had a positive experience. Oh, it was very <laughs> that you're very excited for it as an adult. Yeah, traumatizing as a kid, but I'm excited now. <laughs> excited now, man. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see this. Uh, they dropped a new trailer, and thankfully, August 27th. That's when it's dropping. I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. So, are uh, you ready to check out the latest trailer? Let's watch it. Let's go. This is where it all began. The story of Candyman. Local character. He walk around handing out candy to the neighborhood kids. One day, a couple of kids get razor blades in their candy. Police come around. That's when I saw the true face of fear. Get on your knees. Hands, hands, hands. They beat him, tortured him, killed him right there on the spot. A couple weeks later, more razor blades and more candy. He'd been innocent. So he's real. Candyman ain't a he. Candyman's the whole damn hive. If you're out here looking for Candyman, you ask me, stay away. Oh, man. Come on, man. Comic Book John. <laughs> Come on. So I've I've actually never seen the original Candyman. Ooh. Um, I, you got to watch it, man. When, when we were watching the, when I was watching the trailer with my wife, she was like, this looks like a sequel to the original. Uh, and so that's the only thing I know about is that it looks like a sequel. Is mm-hmm. it a sequel? Yeah, apparently it's like a soft sequel. It's a it's like a soft reboot. In a way, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't have anything to compare it to. But <laughs> no, no. Hey, look, look. I'm telling you, man. Um, yes, it I, looks dope. I implore you all if you haven't seen Candyman, watch it. It's uh, it's so good, and the and the timing of it, um, you know, to the things that's been going on in this country on uh, on the real life scale, mm-hmm. I feel like it's the perfect time I, yeah, for this. Yeah, I was actually, I, I don't know why that surprised me, but mm-hmm. it, when watching the trailer, I was like, oh, wow, this yeah. is a really poignant. Very poignant. Uh, like the, the trailer tries really hard to be subtle about it, and, and there's nothing wrong with not being subtle about it. Oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, no, that's really dope. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I, didn't, I didn't know that was what yeah. the movie would be about oh yeah so yeah it's really dope yeah i mean like um and again from uh you know with the cast of course you got my boy you know yaya mm-hmm. uh you know mm-hmm. abdul mateen the second you know a lot of people are starting to get to know this young gentleman yep. man he's killing it uh obviously you know black mansif aquaman uh watchman mm-hmm. you know dr manhattan the hbo series like uh, i'm super excited solid cast yeah solid. yeah i mean it's and again, I, well, if you haven't seen the first movie, um, I don't think you necessarily need to watch it, but I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's rumored that the OG Candyman, the man that played, the character that played him, is possibly going to be in this film. Oh, Apparently, wow. it's, okay. he's been casted. Uh, so, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yes. Because that's what I've been wanting. I'm like, you got to bring back. And the gentleman I'm talking about is Tony Todd. Mm-hmm. Got to bring him back. The OG Candyman, 
that uh, that really set off this uh, this franchise, man. And uh, I'm just excited. Again, it's being directed by Miss Nia DaCosta, written by Jordan Peele. Of course, you could feel that in the trailer. That, yeah. yeah. I was actually, funny enough, speaking of Steven Spielberg earlier, um, I was actually telling my wife, I was like, you know, I think... I think he's going to end up becoming like the next Steven Spielberg. Think like, so. I think like thirty years down the line, mm. uh, like our kids are going to know who he is and oh, stuff yeah. like that. You yeah. know, like we're still going to be seeing the, his movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so I yeah now nah, he's I, I mean granted he's already had massive success already. Mm-hmm. Already um, being a comedian from Mad TV, mm-hmm. Jordan Peele. Yeah. But then on top of that, like like Get Out, mm-hmm. Us. Yep, and and he did. I mean, he was he managed to get a Twilight Zone yes. reboot off the ground. So Big like, time. he's going places. Dude's, yeah. dude's got a lot of vision. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of things he wants to do. Let him do it. Let him do it. Let's Let see what go. happens. I'm excited. I'm excited, and yeah, I can't wait. I cannot wait for this film. So, and I love horror movies. Mm-hmm. Horror time in the summer, best time, <laughs> best time. All right, and uh, last but not least, we will talk about this trailer. Now, we kind of spoke about this trailer a few times. It was like a, the first trailer, I believe, and we're talking about Snake Eyes, GI Joe Origins, and um, you know this. Is another IP that a lot of people are, are kind of, you know, split down the middle. You know, you have mm-hmm. the OG G.I. Joe, you know, fans from back in the day in the 80s. You know, mm-hmm. the cartoon, classic cartoon. Shout out to my dad. Yeah, <laughs> man. You know, I had me some G.I. Joe videotapes and all, man. And and again, this is an origin story of Snake Eyes. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, like, the controversy of the fans. Like, man, we ain't supposed to see Snake Eyes' face. Right, right. Like, we ain't supposed to know Snake Eyes like that. See, but. I had, I had like, one G.I. Joe comic growing up back okay. when, back yeah. when uh, uh, Image Comics had the license. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, the only thing I know besides what my dad told me when I was growing up. Yeah. So I was really surprised. You know what? Let's watch the trailer. Mm-hmm. And, then, and, then, and then we'll talk, we'll talk more about it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Roy! Boss wants to see you. I'm in trouble? Someone is. This man betrayed our trust. Do it. You saved my life. We are going home. I don't have a home. Not yours. Mine. I can't change your past. But I can offer you a purpose. All right. Okay. So you were saying before so, we were... Uh, I was really surprised mm-hmm. that Snake Eyes also talks. Yeah. A lot. A lot. A lot in this trailer. I'm saying. <laughs> like, the, like the two things that I know about, or three things I know about Snake Eyes. Yeah. Uh, uh, he trained with Storm Shadow. Uh-huh. Uh, you never see his face, right? And um, you never hear him talk, right? And these three tenants of Snake Eyes are like are gone, gone, which is like fine by me. I, I don't have a big connection to GHS, yeah. so it's okay. Yeah, uh, but I thought that was really interesting that yeah. uh, that that uh, they have a whole movie about Snake Eyes. Yeah, exactly. The one character don't talk, mm. <laughs> you don't see his face. <laughs> Yo, we're gonna do a movie about him. <laughs> How you gonna do it? And it's like, okay, well, we're just gonna let him talk and everything. Yeah, mm. I, I feel where the OG fans are coming from because kind of like, well, you're. I mean, that's the character. I mean, because certain things, I don't need to know the backstory of certain characters. Right. You know, like right. number one, 
of all of those would be Joker to yeah. me. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to know. I just like the mystery of it. Like, let I me agree. come up with these in my in my head. So 100%. With Snake Eyes, even though I'm like, yo, Snake Eyes is like a badass, man. It Snake Eyes, yeah. yeah. The trailer looks amazing. Um, I, I just loving from what I'm seeing from the trailer. I'm just hoping, I guess this is another one of those films where I'm like, okay, well, my, uh, my expectations are going to be kind of low. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not expecting it to be amazing. I would love it to be amazing. I would love I mean, it to be it's like... A, it's a G.I. Joe movie. I know. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I'm like... Yeah, exactly. And I'm one of the few people that enjoyed the first one. Really? Second okay. one, I didn't I didn't like I never, at all. I saw the first one when it came out mm-hmm. uh, when I was a kid. And then the second one, I, I still haven't seen. I actually forgot there need, was a second you one. You don't need to worry about the second one. You just, you know, first one, cool. You know, and it was cool. I didn't I didn't mind it. I thought it was cool. I didn't think it was like, oh, amazing. But I was like, all right, it's, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. Now, I do know that there is a, a little bit of controversy over the casting of Snake Eyes. Because I guess in the, in the oh, comic yeah, yeah. book, yeah. he was revealed to be a white dude with blonde hair and blue eyes or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, which, this is also my only other thing that I know about G.I. Joe. So Larry mm-hmm. Hama, uh, who himself... Uh, is a Asian comic book creator. Um, I recently learned this on uh, Method Man's Marvel Method podcast. Yeah, shout out to that podcast. Uh, I heard yeah. it. Yo, that podcast is amazing. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, he had Larry Hama come on. Oh, cool. And okay. Larry Hama, they asked they asked him about like what was his process of writing those G.I. Joe comics back in the day. Uh, and he explained that essentially there was no backstory or anything given to him. Uh, he made it all up on the fly to the point where he actually didn't even like plan out the scripts. He would just write the script to completion, and wow. it would just come to him as he was going, just on the fly, like on I'm the fly, because he had to hit deadlines and stuff like that. Yeah. So, however it came out was the way it came out. Wow! And whenever the controversy was happening, I guess around the race of Snake Eyes, yeah, um, he came out and he was just like, "Look, I, I was just." making stuff up as I went, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter right. what Snake Eyes looks like underneath because when yeah. I was given the toy concept, he had no face. Right, exactly. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, and and not to mention, I mean, he even talked about on the podcast too that uh, uh, the only Asian character that was even in the cast of G.I. Joe was the bad guy mm-hmm. and that didn't set right with him. Right. So he tricked Marvel and I, I guess Hasbro or whoever um, by having this long, the only thing he planned out was that he was going to have like a handful of issues mm-hmm. dedicated to trying to make Storm Shadow a good guy <laughs> because because of it a, just didn't set right with him. Well, yeah. So yeah, you're right. But you know, but that but that goes to show you right there, like the people who are like holding up his comics as like the holy gospel of like what J. Yeah. Joe is. Yeah. He's even like it doesn't matter. Yeah, because like this should be a better a better way to go better about, way about it. doing it yeah. yeah but then you still have those people who are like so what it's still not right like i'm culturally the, speaking I'm the creator of this it's oh, insensitive. No, you're still wrong I'm like, right oh, yeah yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's insensitive to have the the you know yeah blonde, blonde dude be the guy that's and that's you know and, uh, <laughs> and that's the thing you know and that's you know i i try I try not to really get into, and I, I'm telling you, we really got to do an episode about that. We gotta, mm-hmm. that'll be like a special comic section episode where, we, like, we address because that's really the biggest elephant in the room that's, when it comes to these things. Yeah. It's like, okay, this character was white when he was created. Mm-hmm. It should be this way, right? And why y'all? Why can't y'all just create this right. character and blah blah? And, and you know, it's just. It's, 
Yeah, it's, it's a so, whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So whenever something like that happened, like again, you know, we were talking mm-hmm. about Snow White and Little Mermaid. Whenever these, you know, characters are casted a certain way, they're like, oh, you know, they lose their mind. They lose their mind, oh, which over something that doesn't matter. To me, it's the funniest thing in the world. On a, on, on a certain on a certain level, it doesn't matter. On another level, it's like it, there's a there, but there's another reason to this, right? You know. Yeah, so, so the yeah. the world isn't one specific way. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, it's gonna be uh with all that saying, I'm gonna see it, and uh and it's coming out in a few weeks, yo. Uh, Friday, yeah. July 23rd, and uh, it appears it's only gonna be in theaters. So I may have to head out to the theaters to check this mm-hmm. out, man. I'm like I'm there just for the action alone. Yeah, I'm an action guy. I'm hey, cool. I mean, I can turn my brain <laughs> off. I'm good. I'm good. I prefer it right there too. All right, guys. Well, um, that wraps up our coming soon slash preview trailers. And again, guys, there's so many trailers that we haven't got to. But I mean, there's the new trailer that you could check out right now on our Facebook page at the comic section. Make sure you like and follow us. But there's the uh, the new Scooby Doo meets Courage the Cowardly Dog. I have. I, I keep seeing it and I mean to watch it, but I haven't seen the trailer for Yo, it yet, but I'm down. That's the crossover. <laughs> I never knew I wanted. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Man. Like, why wouldn't you have the two dogs that deal Scared with scary enough. situations? Yeah. I was having Team this, up. I was having this debate about uh, courage. Man, I'm like, man, if I was courage, I would have been left there. From grandparents, I'm like, I'm out. I am out. I would have gone homeless again. Yeah, I'm like, man, I'm better off, man. I'm better gone. off in that dumpster. Yeah, man. The, the granddad keeps treating them bad, keeps, you know, calling them dumb and stuff. I'm like, man, I don't gotta take this. Well, you know, it's funny because then they also go to the city, and the city's just as scary as everything else they're doing. Like, man. like the one episode that sticks with me to this day is yeah. the one with the cockroach that's um uh, uh, running the hotel or the motel or whatever and like courage is going through the different doors or whatever yeah. and then there's the one where he opens the door and there's a cute girl just playing piano just playing with piano. her face, yeah. face turned away yeah. and then she stops and turns around it's like this claymation like a uh, uh, large marge yes from, um, Pee-wee's uh, Pee-wee. big adventure still <laughs> it's the like scariest that. It's like, scene ever. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah yeah man I, oh my gosh man that trailer uh, I never knew I wanted this, but I'm watching that. Mm-hmm. I'm watching. I might buy it. I'm I've, a Scooby Doo fan. I've skipped a lot of a lot of Scooby Doo movies. Uh, a lot I, of them are good, man. You yeah, missed out on some good ones. I I like. I love the. I've loved the shows. I've never really gotten into the movies, but I might have to. I might have to watch this. Got to watch that one. That one. You got to watch that one at least. And uh, and of course, there's more trailers like that up on our social media page at the comic section. So check that out. All the latest trailers that drops. Because again, just like the news. Always a new trailer that drops every hour on the hour, so make sure you do that. And uh, next up, let's go ahead and jump into our review segment. Now, uh, I recently just watched this movie that I wanted to review, um, and I don't know if you've seen it, um, but it's called Mortal. Um, and it's on, uh, currently, I believe you can stream it on Netflix. Uh, that's where I watched it. And I must say uh, that this film right here, because I remember I would see the trailers. I remember like when the trailer came out a few years ago, because I believe the movie uh, came out, I want to say 2017, if I'm not mistaken, or 2018. When did it come out? Or No, actually, wow, it came out in 2020. My bad. I was off. <laughs> well, I just remember seeing the actual like um, the trailers for it on like some commercials or some like YouTube mm-hmm. ads and stuff. And um, so basically, to summarize it, it's like a psychologist tries to help a mysterious man who has the power to make people and objects like burn by touching them, Mm -hmm. um, has like godlike powers. 
So sounds like man thing. I know it does, <laughs> but I will say that this movie, after watching it, I was like, I've always wanted to see it. It is really good. I yeah. really, really enjoy it. Um, the main character names Eric is played by the actor Nat Wolf. Um, so I mean, it takes place in um, I mean, because it's like a Norwegian uh, director actually did it, and um, so basically, it's his attempt to, uh, I guess, his take on a Norse god. Mm-hmm. And when you watch it, it's basically his take on Thor. Okay. So have you seen Brightburn? Uh, I have not yet. Oh my god! It is on my list. Brightburn. For those of you who haven't, who have seen it, obviously. And should I? You want me to kind of let you know what Brightburn oh, is about? Yeah, I. Okay. I've been spoiled. It's, okay, cool. It's been all right. like I wasn't years. sure. All right, cool. <laughs> well, you know, Brightburn is like basically like it, you know the twisted tale of you know Superman wasn't so good. Mm-hmm. He was a kid, and like you know, what if he was evil? Right. This was basically if Thor, you know, was kind of off okay because i mean he has the power of light like, like he has lightning mm-hmm. um he picks he gets a hammer and he can control like the lightning in the str- in the sky okay. electricity is super like um gripping like okay. it's like you're into it and i just feel like you feel for the main character and he's not muscular he's not right i mean he's like a homeless guy it's just like just going through it and I feel like that was his take. So Brightburn, Superman, Mortals, like mm-hmm. this is their version of Thor. Interesting. And it's so good. Right. And right. I mean, I know, I, I mean, I've looked up some of the ratings, you know, on IMDb and all of the Rotten Tomatoes. I don't really pay m- much mind to that. Right. But if you have Netflix, which most of us do, mm-hmm. so on Netflix right now, I recommend you watch it because after seeing it, you're going to be like, oh, okay, this is kind of like a twisted version of Thor. Mm-hmm. And it, and I will say this. Um, I don't want to spoil it, but just like with Brightburn, right, right, right. Uh, it's really a happy endings in this. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, okay. you're like, wait a minute, because okay. at the end you're like, wait a minute, this is get out of here. This ain't how y'all going to end it. <laughs> no. And then you see the credits. I'm like, are you serious? Oh man, you're going. At least with me, you're going to want a sequel to this. Okay. And uh, right. and I want a sequel to this. I am in. I, I love the premise. And um, it's it's dark, it's gray, it's it's super just, you know, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of the word. But yeah, it's just really, it's not Thor mm-hmm. at all. Like when we get that, it's not, it's complete opposite, just darker, grittier. Right, right. And uh, it's really, really good. So I recommend you guys check it out. If I had to rate it on a scale, uh, say one to 10, I would rate it, I rate it an eight. Okay. Good, good film okay. to watch. I mean, you got Netflix. This is something I would recommend you guys check out. Okay. So, yeah. All right. That's my uh, my take on that. Nice. Yeah. Have you uh, checked out anything uh, new or read or listened uh, to? I finally finished all my High Republic reading. It okay. Took me six months. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, I finished all that, and I'm finally reading my uh, my stack of Star Wars comics. Oh, okay. Uh, which is funny, cause it, so it brings it back around from, from the beginning. Uh-huh. Um, if you're a Star Wars fan uh, or just getting into it... Uh, if there's if there's one comic book like if you can't afford like a whole bunch of comics if there's one comic book that I highly suggest you check out in the Star Wars line, it is Darth Vader, the mm. current the current run on Darth Vader. Okay, um, it is absolutely fantastic. Uh, if if you're someone that didn't like the Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. um, 
this comic won't fix that, but it makes a lot of those things makes. more interesting. Oh, okay. Um, the the current series takes place right after the Empire Strikes Back, and uh, so we're we're just fresh. Uh, spoilers for like a forty year old movie, but mm-hmm. uh, we're fresh out of Luke finding out that Darth Vader is his father. Yeah. Um. Now in the comics so far, we know that Darth Vader is known about this longer than the Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. He's known about this since like a few months after A New Hope. Yeah. Um. And he's been trying to hunt down Luke. He finally gets in an Empire, and then Luke falls from his grasp right and this comic book series uh it's just it's just now the first darth vader series that took place after a new hope was just a heartache to read Mm -hmm. uh it is that is also fantastic it's like 25 issues it was absolutely well handled yeah this one takes it a step further the last book was about darth vader getting rid of his humanity Mm. this one is about darth vader trying to tackle his humanity and trying to get it back okay um because he is like after empire he is angry that people hid luke from him Uh uh-huh so now he's like going back and try like the first story arc he's going back and trying to find everybody associated with padme around the time of her death in episode three yeah and uh trying to retrace his steps and figure out how it was that he he didn't know that he had a kid. Right. Like, or at the very least, he didn't know that his kid survived yeah. from Padme's death. And so like, you get to go back and I think it's Sabe, mm-hmm. uh, one of Padme's handmaidens comes back and you get a whole thing on Naboo where you find out there's a resistance and that whole first arc's really cool. Yeah. Uh, especially since it does tie back to the, to the prequels in really awesome ways. Uh-huh. Um, but then the next arc after that, which I just finished. Yeah. Where uh, Palpatine is, pissed with yeah, vader right he's, he's just like he's like you went against you went to go look for uh the son mm-hmm. that you didn't know you had and you should have never known you had uh, uh you went against my orders to not go after him so i'm gonna i'm gonna take off all of your robot limbs drop you on mustafar where i found you mm. and now you have to you have to uh uh like fend for yourself fend for yourself and Damn. don't use the force um so in this you actually get to meet uh you actually get to meet ochi which okay. if you don't remember ochi he was the corpse with the with the sith blade in rise of skywalker that was the bounty hunter or the assassin or whatever the sith assassin that was sent uh to kill ray's dad or Mm -hmm. kill ray yeah um and uh uh, and he like died like way before the movie happens you get to actually meet him and he's a fierce dude like Mm -hmm. this guy is relentless right um he's hired by palpatine to kill vader yeah uh and so vader's just like swatting him like a fly and he's just like he's like you can't keep doing this vader i'm Uh gonna get you yeah i'm gonna get you and then eventually vader gets him Uh uh-huh oh it's just so good i don't want to spoil it like it like it gets it gets into the Exegol plan and all that stuff. So like mm. I highly, highly suggest it. It's one of those it's just one of those comics where you're just like it, everything's a surprise. There are things that make you tear up and there are things that make you go, Oh wow, I yeah. didn't realize that. I didn't think about it that way. Um I'll definitely say this is not even a spoiler, that but I think one of my favorite moments was finding out that um Palpatine and Vader had the audacity to leave the the trade federate the dead trade trade federation people mm. in in the facility on Mustafar because oh. Vader gets there and they're just lying there like, oh, yeah, like yeah. they're all dead just yeah. corpses just done thirty years later hey, look. they're still there hey look man hey <laughs> it's messed up hey Vader hey man I feel I feel Vader on that man I'm like hold up man I gotta get my kid man mm-hmm. like and then y'all hit him from me and mm-hmm. like y'all ain't tell me no oh, oh everybody gotta die he's mad everybody Palpatine's got pissed. mad. 
Yeah. That this whole book is just about people being mad. No, I'm with it. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, that, man, that's a great recommendation, man. And um, yeah, make sure you guys set up your local comic book stores, man, and mm-hmm. make sure y'all pick that up. Man. Give that, your LCS some love, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Because you know, you know, times uh, how times are, man. We can't forget the foundation to all of this. Exactly. Which is the uh, how the, we all met. Yeah, exactly. All at the comic book store, man. So uh, make sure y'all support your local comic book store wherever mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. are. And um, last but not least, man, I'm gonna let you guys know of a couple of events before we wrap up another great show. Uh, we got um, pretty much it's all movies. Uh, so uh, so far, I believe we have coming out this weekend friday july 2nd we got the forever purge you know the purge is back and they are (laughs) sounds so excited man i know you're excited for this man i can tell isn't this uh the this next one the final purge i don't know man they out in the country man they out in the farm okay it's getting real out it went from the city now it's in the country now (laughs) and that's one place you definitely want to have a purge at man it's land (laughs) a lot of neighbors (laughs) you know (laughs) Man, I tell you what. Uh, but yeah, that's coming out <laughs> Friday, July second. Uh, also for the uh, for the families out there, we got the Boss Baby back with a sequel, the Boss Baby Family Business. Uh, <laughs> that's coming out July second as well. Uh, so again, if you know for all the families out there, you want to you know something to do with you and the kids, take a look at that. And uh, last but not least, another movie uh, mm-hmm. we have coming to Amazon Prime. This Friday as well, July 2nd, The Tomorrow War, starring oh, yeah. Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah. So that's coming out if you got that Amazon Prime. You know what I'm saying? That that looked uh, that looked interesting. It did. It did The Tomorrow War. I was thinking, I'm like, I'm getting that uh, the Tom Cruise movie, uh, Live, uh, Die Again. Yeah, yeah. Something, right? Something like that. It had like two titles. <laughs> I remember it. I remember it was what, Live, Die, Die Again. And it was something else. It was uh, Tom Cruise movie number 45. Pretty much. Him running. Every Tom, <laughs> Tom Cruise Tom movie. Tom Cruise runs. He's got to run. Uh, Transporter, the Tom Cruise edition, yeah, number seriously. 45. He's running. He <laughs> is running for his life. But it uh, looks like it's going to be Chris Pratt this time that's running for his life. Mm. So uh, Tomorrow War dropping on Amazon Prime. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you know, I'm sure you might know someone who could possibly... You know, I know. Linja. Yeah. Let's be honest, man. I I know they don't want us. I know they don't like this being said. But come on, let's be real, man. Look, man. Let's pass it. Has enough money. Yeah. That man is Lex Luthor. Oh my (laughs) gosh! And he's going to space. Oh, he's going to space. That's right. He's going to space. He's going to space. Yeah. So what do you you know? What he's going to do up there? Yeah, he's going to take the war to Superman. Man. (laughs) He's going to space to fight Superman. I'm serious. The Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom. It's what he doing. He going up there. (laughs) He's building a. uh, uh, (laughs) He's building a tower up there. You know, kind of like the Justice League's headquarters, Mm -hmm. but he's doing it in reverse. It's the real world. Justice League doesn't have a headquarters yet. Yeah. So he's he's getting there first. He's like, I've seen Justice League. He did. He's smart. He's smart, man. Amazon in space, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen. That's a movie. That is a movie. So uh, <laughs> speaking of all those movies, make sure you guys, if, you, if you're if looking for something to do, you can check that out. And also make sure if you want to see any events that's coming up in the next couple of months, head over to our Facebook page at the comics section and see all the events that uh, that little CEO, you know, hooked up for all of us. So uh, we can find out you can plan things months in advance because, I mean, there's events that's coming up uh, in a few months, man. A lot of cons is happening. And things again, are opening up. Yeah, things mm-hmm. are opening up. I'm excited. Uh, and also, again, make sure you always be careful, man, because, again, at the end of the yep. day, you know, even though it looks like things are starting to open up, you know, we don't want to have to shut back down exactly. again. man. So, you know, socially distance, you know, 
well, if you're going to wear a face mask, mm-hmm. you know, just make sure, you know, just look out for your fellow mm-hmm. fellow nerd out there. Yeah, I, you saw, know? I saw pictures uh, last week because last week was uh, would have been Heroes Con week. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw pictures from both the years that I went and I was just like, man, I really hope Heroes Con comes back next year because yeah. those were some really great experiences. Mm-hmm. And I, really want to go back to that yeah yeah well you know um and uh for the listeners around the uh, charleston area i believe uh, incredible con is mm-hmm. coming and yep. uh yeah man i just remember you know with uh with us we had like we had our first table um at uh at soundwave con yeah um so that was a great experience so you know you never know man we might might try to get back out there with a table man and uh we could actually meet some more mm-hmm. listeners out there and again all of this is up on our Facebook page, so head over there, head to the events tab, and uh, so you can plan out all the new things that's coming. Of course, cons, movies, you know, things for the community that you want to do, and yeah. all you know in the nerd culture. So uh, make sure you do that. And um, before we wrap things up, it's been a great episode again. Thank you, CBJ, Comic Book John, for hey. helping me out once again. Yeah, and no uh, we know you're hard at work at your your upcoming you know comic that you're mm-hmm. working on you know what i'm saying lightning man and uh, yes, how's, how's that been going uh it's it's going well it's still with my editors right now mm-hmm. so hopefully here soon i was just talking to them yesterday hopefully here soon we'll get uh we'll have a meeting about it and go over uh uh the stuff we gotta change and, and yeah. what we're keeping and all that stuff awesome i'm looking man. forward to it awesome man. and again make sure uh you know you guys follow them uh because this is really cool because again sometimes we get we tend to see you know, comics that's already out and established. Mm-hmm. It's really cool to see like in the progress of creating it. So yeah. you're like you're you're building you're already having that audience that's already with you and you're we're watching the process as you go. And I'm very appreciative. I'm actually I, I've been surprised at the uh at the response that I've gotten uh for Lightning Man and yeah. and, and everything associated with it. I'm really thank you all there you go it's very it's very nice that's what i'm talking about and <laughs> uh it. yeah man for the listeners who uh just started listening to the podcast and they want to know more about lightning man you want to let people know where they can find you at and all of that yeah uh you can find me comic book john uh pretty much everywhere uh snapchat facebook uh you can find me on twitter as comic book john one uh Instagram, you name it. I'm I'm pretty much I'm pretty much everywhere. Comic book John. Uh, I'm even down with friend requests on my personal uh, Facebook page. John Andrew Reyes. I do not mind. Don't don't come after me for anything I say. Oh, they come. <laughs> they are coming after. Um, and then, uh, but specifically, Lightning Man. If you want to know more about Lightning Man, um, I I have Bright Light Comics on Facebook. Um, I actually just posted a bio. For Lightning Man, a, a, a I guess a preview promo bio, yeah, to kind of get people kind of stoked, because uh-huh. um, a couple of weeks ago was the 17th anniversary of me creating Lightning Man. Hey, or maybe not creating him, but like uh, I guess reading my original reading Rainbow uh, competition right, thing right to Devon Forest Elementary. There we uh, go. When I was nine, so uh, yeah, it's been 17 years. And I did like a whole anniversary thing for a week. Yeah, where I where I posted the original pages to the book, mm-hmm. uh, and then it was like the next week I decided I was going to post a bio. Now that everybody got to know the original version, here's right. what he's become. And so, yeah. if you want to know more about Lightning Man, again, there's a bio there. Uh, I hope you guys like it, and I hope I uh, I give you a good payoff to there all the go. anticipation and waiting. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, man, we can't wait for this, man. And, um, and yeah, that's that's again, that's really big and really cool to see. The progress and the process that it takes to actually get a comic 
put together and put mm-hmm. out there, especially because a lot of people who may want to do what you're doing mm-hmm. and they're actually like seeing you go through the process of it. So it's really dope, really important for the I'm, listeners. to. And I'm doing it all by scratch. Look at that. So I, I got nothing like no one else is nobody back in. It's it's all me. I got my own editors that I personally know. Right. So like that, it, that's kind of why it's taking a little longer. Yeah, you know? it's homegrown. It's like home cooking. So, yeah, you know, exactly. you, get, you get fast exactly. food. I mean, it's right there. I mean, it, it'll fill you up, but it doesn't satisfy exactly. you. You know, home cooking, you got to take your time. You got to let it cook. Yes, let sir. it bake. So, uh, yeah, so make sure you guys follow him. And as always, make sure you follow us at the Comic Section Podcast. Make sure you follow Lil Seal at Cut It Out Comics mm-hmm. and Cosplay. Make sure you follow our magnificent award-winning producer extraordinaire reggie c at the sonic embassy who's getting ready to start his second season of his podcast award-winning podcast um so be on the lookout for that and follow me yours truly j rock the mic at j-r-o-c-d-a-m-i-c on facebook instagram no twitter all right (laughs) (laughs) and as always make sure you follow us all over social media and head over to the comic section network.com again that's our homepage, the comic section network dot com and make sure you hit up our merch to get that awesome comic section podcast merch and again promo code best fans ever all caps you get 15 percent off of all the merch that we got for you all right so we got more things coming more things in the works super excited about counting down episode 200 you know mm-hmm. we're only 75 episodes away man only 75 man yep so that's a big milestone super excited for that and proud of it and uh, as always man we'll catch you guys once again next week for a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast. Peace. See you. You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network.